0: Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Colmeyer. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at one of the nation's premier community colleges, Northeast. And we're going to kick off this week's show. And yes, there's a little pun intended in there with the head football coach here at Northeast, Greg Davis. He's getting ready to start his fifth year in charge of the Tigers. And first of all, welcome back to Tiger Talk.
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all having me.
0: Well, it's always a pleasure having you on, and it's that time of the year. The season kicks off uh, on August 29th right here at Tiger Stadium against Southwest. How about some impressions that you've seen so far and maybe you and your staff of what you've seen during the preseason camps?
1: Well, I tell you what, for the most part, we've got a really good group of kids and uh, you know, really working hard, and they're, they're doing exactly what we ask them to do. Um, the one biggest thing that we, we are is young. And that's the one thing that we have to keep telling ourselves is, is we we don't have a veteran group. Uh, we're still searching for leadership, but they're doing everything that we can. Um, you know, ask of them, and, and they're they're doing it with you know utmost confidence. But uh, we, we're just extremely uh, we're extremely blessed to have a good group of kids.
0: That's awesome. That character speaks volumes. Uh, I guess with all that youth that made last Thursday's uh, scrimmage over at Ole Miss inside Vault hemingway Stadium even more important to you, your staff, and your players. Talk about that scrimmage, and were you able to answer any of those question marks that you had uh, going into that scrimmage against Holmes?
1: Well, the, you know, we knew going into the scrimmage, obviously the number one reason why we wanted to scrimmage Holmes was the fact of we have so many young kids, and we had a lot of things answered. And, and they got, they got big-eyed. Um, you know, they, they're thinking that the Ole Miss staff sitting there going to watch them, and we're sitting here on the red, white, and blue Ole Miss campus and, and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, uh, what they had to realize was there's somebody across the field that's about to hit them in the face. And, and Holmes does a great job of that, and that's one thing that I wanted to do is play against somebody early and have this scrimmage to get the jitters out to get them to understand that this is not high school anymore. Uh, People think, well, junior college football is high school, just extended a little bit, Mm. Um, not for the athletic purpose of it. So I wanted them to understand that aspect of it. There was a lot of positives come out of the scrimmage, obviously. There was negatives that came out of the scrimmage. Um, The biggest negative was they were bright-eyed. They were were big-eyed. And so one point in time during the scrimmage, I was sitting there – And I was looking at the offense on the field and, and uh, guess how many players played a year ago?
0: Probably not many.
1: Well, two. Two. Wow. So we had, as a starting offense out there, we had two guys that played actually last year and they were two wide receivers. So at one point in time in the scrimmage, we split up on both sides of the field and, and uh, their, their offense is going against our defense and our offense is going against their defense at the same time. And. The one thing that I looked at was we had two starters from last year's offense on the field. Goodness, out of our starting unit. So that tells you how young we're going to be. But at the same time, you know, I wanted to see what we had. And at the end of the day, it was the speed of the game. Uh, you're not playing one a two a three a high school football anymore. You know, this isn't this isn't uh, this isn't high school ball. This is real man sport and Uh, As one man said it before, junior college football is fast as Division II and maybe even FCS. And so uh, a lot of big things came out of the scrimmage. Uh, We have to be more physical. We have to understand the speed of the game. And you practice the way you play, and they understood that. And we're we're responding to that so far in practice. So ultimately, ultimately, everything was answered that we wanted. um, And you always improve – from your first game to your second game. And we looked at it as hopefully this was our first game and we're going to improve from where we are as a football team to our second game, which will actually be our season opener versus Southwest next week.
0: I like that thought process. I really do. Well, of course, it's not just Kohlmeyer going to ask you this question, but everybody on campus, I'm sure, is coming up to you and your staff. Let's talk about the quarterback position. How's that shaping up leading into that season opener on the 29th?
1: Well, we, we had, we had quite a few quarterbacks start out the fall camp. We had seven mm. and, and so through some injuries and versatility of, of a couple of young men, they moved to other positions. Stephon McGowan from Tupelo has moved to defensive line. Kevin Hurley uh, from Walnut, um, which I still think both of those young men can play quarterback. Kevin has moved to linebacker due to injuries. And, um, so, and then we had one young man exit the program. So we're we're really down to four. And so the biggest thing is we have two out of state players uh, that are, that are in the lead. Jack Mangle uh, was a young man that did not play last year at all anywhere. Uh, came into this spring and and really has worked really hard, um, but throwing the ball really extremely well. He he's more of a one dimensional quarterback so to speak. He he is mobile, but. Um, you know, he's not Michael Vick by any <laughs> means. And, uh, but at times he is as good as you can get at quarterback throwing in the 80% um, wow. completion percentage for the fall camp. And, uh, even though he didn't have a great scrimmage, he still threw for 50%. Uh, we had a couple of drops and a couple of overthrown balls and whatnot, but, uh, first live action for him since the 2017 season in high school. So... A lot, of, a lot of things there with him. But the next young man is Patrick Felton, a kid from Georgia. It's more of a dual guy. He's had a good camp, not as high as a completion as Jack Mangle. But um, he gives a little bit more versatility with the legs. We're not solidified, so to speak. We've never said we, this guy's starting. But overall, I think that both the guys give us an opportunity to play. They're just going to be really, really young. And so uh, we know that, again, two starters out there on the offense, and neither one of those guys have been there, quarterback or the offensive line or the running backs or the tight ends, um, you, you kind of got to look around and say, we're going to take our lumps, you know? But the biggest thing is no turnovers helps you win. And sometimes you got to have a guy that can just manage the game. And then when things break down, get your positive yards and uh, hopefully we got that. Now we do have a young man, Reed Collins, that started two games for us last year against Holmes in East Mississippi. Uh, and he's he's going to play a backup role, quarterback, most likely. Uh, but I tell you what, you know, game experience is everything. And sometimes Reed gets in there and makes some plays because he's been in that fire before and he understands it. So our quarterback situation, that's where we're at. Um, I do think that we have some guys that really and truly are are going to help us win. We just – We have to be patient. We have to understand that, you know, they're freshmen. We have to understand that, you know, we're here to play big boy football and they're going to make mistakes. But the critical errors is what costs you. The critical errors is what costs you. I always tell everybody, you know, the mark of a good quarterback is not how many touchdowns he throws, but it's completion to turnover ratio. Mm. It makes no difference how many touchdowns. You can can be on the one yard line 45 times and run it 45 times, it doesn't matter. But if you're throwing in the 60 percentile and you only throw for two, three interceptions, uh, you're pretty good. And so the turnover ratio is everything for me. Uh, Last year's turnover ratio was extremely high, and I I hate to bring up last year at any point in time, um, but it was high, it was critical errors. And we know that, and that's what hurt us even more last year's critical errors. And, we, you know, we got to find the best quarterback that's going to suit our needs.
0: Well, you'll get a chance, fans, to uh, meet uh, this year's team. Uh, we got Meet the Tigers a week from tonight at Domino's here in Boomville, 6 o'clock. That's always a neat night, not only for the fans, but for you guys, the coaches, and the players.
1: It was something that we started uh, four or five years ago. I, for the life of me, I can't really think. I think it was five years. This is the fifth year, I think, is what it's going to be. Um, but, uh, Diane Baratine, the owner of Domino's, and she owns multiple stores. Um, you know, she, she and I got together and it was just a joint partnership and give back to the community and say, thank you. Uh, thank you for the people that are on this campus and, um, recognize not only the football team, but the other sports and not just the other sports, but the band, the dr- dance team, the cheerleaders, um, it was something to bring all of us together outside of our little campus. And so, uh, and to get more into the community off campus and to show what, what we really are. And um, so many people know us on campus, but they have to be on campus to see us. And so this was an opportunity for us to get off campus and for people to show up and really see what we got and see who we are. And so we got great fans. We got, we got great support in this community. Um, you know. E- even though we, we, we had some lean years last year and it was a lean year, we had a lot of people in the stands and a lot of people really like what we do and try to reach out. And Meet the Tigers was one of those. We opened car doors on Thursday mornings on game day, home game days at Anderson Elementary. And so those kids love it because we go in there and, and uh, talk to those kids in the classroom, take pictures, et cetera. And so anything we can give back to the community, and this was part of it. This was part of our community relations that we love with Diane and and what she has with that joint partnership, and we're just happy to do it. Year after year,
0: yeah. Community relations so very important. I know we're running short on time, but I, before you go, I got to ask you about all these former Northeast Tigers uh, in the NFL right now. Six of them in NFL camps as we speak, and for me personally, it's pretty cool. I was watching the Raiders the other night on the NFL Network and seeing one of your former players uh, starting for John Gruden, Anthony Rush.
1: Well, Anthony. Uh, most people don't realize this. Anthony's basically my adopted son, and. Uh he, he actually lived with us here in Booneville for over a month, uh, preparing and training for uh, – for, at that time he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and the NFL stands were not for long, and he got cut after the fourth day. It wasn't nothing that he did. It was something to do with the fact that they needed corners, and they had a bunch of injuries, so they had to go sign two or three other corners to fill those spots. But um, a young man that went to Detroit for a day, and Oakland said, hey, if you can be here tomorrow, we'll sign you. And it all started because the kid from East Mississippi, Ronald Ollie, uh, missed treatment twice, and you're a professional, you're not supposed to be told to go to treatment. And you get cut, you get cut, and it opened the door for Anthony, which we knew he was gonna have a job in that league anyway. You're, You're six foot five, you're 340, 50 pounds at nose guard, and all you got to do is plug a gap. You're going to have a job for a while. Uh, but I couldn't be any more proud. He represented us really well. Everybody that's talked to me, the pro scouts, the general managers, et cetera, uh, everybody's been really um, appreciative of what we've done here at Northeast for him. And, um, and that goes for all six guys. Daniel Ross played here. He's now with the Dallas Cowboys. LeVon Hooks is with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brendan Trowick just signed with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, uh, Joe Horn, Jr. played here. He's with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Mario Addison, obviously, which is probably the most well-known of the group because he starts with the Carolina Panthers going in his eighth or ninth year. But uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I can't really name uh, many teams, really even major Division One teams, with six players in the National Football League. Mm. and. You're going to say six players from Northeast Mississippi Community College, uh, that's unbelievable, and and you look at the, the the pedigree of all the positions and their defensive line, and uh, we've had a good run of defensive linemen, and and hopefully we've got a couple more guys that, that are out there that are going to be in that position to play in, in the National Football League. But uh, I couldn't be any more prouder of any of those guys, Joe Horn Jr., I, which is I which I coached here in 2015 and. Anthony Rush, obviously in 15 and 16, both of those guys, they worked extremely hard to get where they're they're at. They were now they're talented young men, but at the same time, uh, they're blessed to have a skill set that's going to put them fourth in that in that league, and they'll have an opportunity to continue to play. But uh, you know, Anthony and Joe, uh, I coached, and and I'm really 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 pleased with the way they turned out. And um, they've been through the ringer. They really have. Um, I tell the story about everybody. Anthony Rush, we, we actually signed Anthony Rush in 2015. And people wanted him to drop out of high school and get a $20, $200 diploma. And it was not even real. And I convinced his mom and him to go through high school, working with the high school counselor, getting him graduated, and doing everything we can to get him here at Northeast. And ultimately, he ended up a high school graduate, came here. He was an All-State player for us. Um, and the young man has is, is excelled, and he's grown up leaps and bounds. And he's, uh, you know, he's a human. Everybody's going to make mistakes throughout their lives. And at the end of the day, um, I'm proud to call him a player of mine, but I'm also proud to call him my adopted son. Mm-hmm. And Joe Horn, Jr. is in the same boat, man. He, he went through a lot of battles. And and he's battled and kept battling and kept battling. And I'm so proud of Joe because, you know, he's a young man that could have shut it down a long time ago. And, you know, he kept fighting. He kept fighting. And uh, and he's persevered more than anybody I've probably have seen in my 18 years of coaching to get where he really needs to be uh, as a player. And, and, and that young man is a very talented young man. He didn't get there just because of his daddy. No. I can promise you that. So. We're really proud of those guys and we're proud of Northeast. for putting those guys out and, you know, like I said, there's not many schools out there in the country that says it got six NFL football players, but um, we do. And um, we couldn't be any more proud of them.
0: Yeah, definitely very proud of those six uh, all the best this year. Appreciate all your time.
1: Well, look, Will, we, the one thing I'll tell you is from the deepest, deepest of our hearts, we couldn't do this without you guys here on this campus. We couldn't do it without the teachers and, and, the maintenance crew, and, and this is a truly a family orient oriented deal, and so um, it takes it takes truly a village. And 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 this opportunity, uh, we understand it. You know, we got a bunch of young men that we're trying to mentor and develop, and and it takes a lot of people to get those guys moving in the right direction from admissions to housing to everybody. So uh, we couldn't be any more thankful for and appreciative of what y'all guys do for us every day
0: no doubt about that you're very welcome and we do have a very special family here at northeast go tigers appreciate it thank you Before we get to our next guest, of course, yesterday, the first day of school has come and gone. We started our 71st year of operation yesterday, more than 3,500 students, and when you count all the Northeast employees with the students, we're going to have right at 4,000 for the 2019-2020 academic year. Just a reminder, while the traditional seated classes started yesterday, you still have time to sign up for online classes. Online classes begin at the nation's second Best Community College for an Online Education Northeast next Monday, August 26th. And you can start the process by signing up for those online classes by visiting the admissions office in the Ramsey Student Services Building or clicking the Apply Now button on the front of the nemcc.edu homepage dorm move-in was a huge success thanks to the area churches that came out to welcome our students to the city of hospitality and the student government association slash student activities for providing ice cold water and power aid to those moving in during the nearly 100 degree heat on saturday it's also hard to believe but we're just nine days away from kicking off the season The Northeast Tigers, as we just mentioned, with head coach Greg Davis kicking off the year against the Bears from Southwest on the 29th at 630. But before that, there are a ton of events to attend in the next nine days, as Student Government Association President Channing Barkley will talk in depth about in our next interview. The SGA Back to School Luau is set for tonight from 630 to 830, while the city of Boomville will hold its Welcome Back pep Rally and Fashion Show for students in the old Boomville Hardware Building tonight, as well. That'll be downtown from 6:30 to 8:30. Oakland Baptist Church, which enters its second year on campus, has changed its night from Sunday to Wednesday night, and will have its first Renew Concert on Wednesday, August 21st. That's tomorrow in the Claude Wright Room of the Haney Union. On Thursday, the 22nd, the Tiger football team will undergo a fall rite of passage as they sit for the official 2019 team photo during media day. Interviews start at 2 p.m. The team photo is slated for 3 o'clock at Tiger Stadium. And if that wasn't enough, North Mississippi's Got Talent will be held in the Seth Pounds Auditorium on Saturday, the 24th. Registration, $25 for a solo act and $40 for a group. Registration starts at 1 p.m. with the competition at 2. And get this. The winner of the North Mississippi's Got Talent will open for Trent Harmon. And, yes, that's the American Idol winner, Trent Harmon from Amory, when he performs his concert at the Boonville High School Gymnasium on Saturday, October 19th. Our next guest is Channing Barkley. He is a sophomore here at Northeast. He's also our SGA president. And, first of all, Channing, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thank you. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. Well, we love having you. Of course, we've had your predecessors as well on Tiger Talk. uh, Last year, Weston Coggin, Laney Stevens the year before. That's three straight Boomville High School grads. I mean, you've got a little bit of a tradition. You're carrying a torch there.
2: I am. I'm just trying to keep the tradition going, you know. And, uh, yeah, Weston and Laney, they're two of my really good friends. And they're actually the ones that encouraged me to do this, and I've loved every second of it since. That's wonderful. Of course, did a nice
0: job at uh, our in-service for all the administration, faculty, and staff uh, last week. Uh, talk about tonight, though. It's mm-hmm. the school started yesterday, and classes in the the traditional classes. That is, uh, online classes start next uh, Monday. But uh, you got the big Luau tonight. That's mm-hmm. always a huge deal for the students.
2: Yes, it's it's actually. It's a good way to uh, get to know your fellow classmates because a lot of there's a lot of different places coming in at one to get one at one time right here, and uh, you know you'll see some of these students in your classes. You'll see some of them walking down the campus of the boulevard. It's just a good way to uh, get familiar with them.
0: Yeah, of course, one of we're Northeast one of the few uh community colleges in the state that actually has a pool so it's a great setting uh free food you got swimming i mean you you, the music it's a big time
2: yeah dj matt he's one of our local djs here he's uh, he's coming to uh provide music and one thing that i I i'd say on here like you you've got to bring your northeast id to get in okay because because there'll be security guards at the very front and back checking like checking ids and stuff so that's
0: important because everybody wants a good party, and tonight mm-hmm. will be a good party. So it's for Northeast students uh, only. Uh, one of many things that are going on, of course, it won't be long before homecoming nominations. Talk a little bit about that.
2: Uh, they will be August 26th to 28th, um, and you can do this through your email. They'll be sending out emails. For one, the, the homecoming made first ballot will be the September 2nd to the 3rd. And this will also be done through Northeast email. Um, the second ballot will be f- the fourth to the fifth of September, and the Queen ballot will be ninth to the tenth.
0: And in conjunction, or maybe not necessarily in conjunction with that, but you've got SGA representative mm-hmm. uh, elections. Talk yes. a little about that and and when they will be coming up.
2: Yeah, the SGA representative signups uh, and the campaign as well will be August the twenty-sixth to the thirtieth, and the elections for it will be September second to a third which it'll be it's kind of tied in with homecoming it's like the same exact time but it also will be through your email as well okay that keep that in
0: mind for all of our student body we just talked a little bit about this you're the third straight uh boomville high grad to be an sga president here uh is it too early to start looking ahead or maybe some goals that you and your your team will hope to uh, accomplish this year
2: well one of the goals is uh we've already done a couple of our goals actually we've uh we bought school supplies for five needy students here at northeast we've handed out gatorades parades to the northeast band and and the dancers and uh we've actually already handed out the parades to the northeast football team as well um we have we we still have to get together to uh to look at our options and stuff as far as this next coming year but uh all the stuff that we do, we'll come up with. We'll be sending it through the email as well, letting everybody know that what we do. That's awesome.
0: Uh, really, really a hands-on. Uh, no doubt about that. SGA uh, here at uh, Northeast. Uh, you know, you were in dual enrollment mm-hmm. at Boomville High School last year. You already got another uh, year under your belt here at uh, Northeast in the mm-hmm. classroom. And yesterday, you started nursing school. Yes. Uh, talk about this experience so
2: far as a Northeast Tiger. I've loved every second of it. It truly really feels like a extended family to me, honestly. Like, it's, I wish people that, I mean, I know, of course, people, the students here that they know what, how, it, how it feels, but people that haven't come here that are still trying to decide to pick any other colleges. Northeast, just, it's, they make you feel loved. Every single staff, every single teacher, it's just, it's amazing. Well,
0: and, and not only do we have a Northeast family that you really feel like you're part of a family, but how about the technology in the classroom? I mean, oh, there's yeah. a reason why we're listed as one of the most elite
2: mm-hmm. community colleges in the entire country. Yeah, um, which I don't know if any other community college in Mississippi is doing what we're doing, but we've went straight to the, to the iPads and we do every class to the iPads now. So it beats the burden of carrying books around. All your books are on Canvas. It's just, it's, it's saving us money, saving students money, and it's, uh, it's also making everything a lot easier for us.
0: Well, you're exactly right. You made a great point. With that iPad, there is no more need for a textbook, so uh, yes, it's. Much lighter, uh, mm-hmm. but also saving families thousands of dollars before they leave Northeast because you don't need textbooks anymore. Mm-hmm. And the student success rate has just soared, Channing, yes. because it's, I mean, students these days with devices, you guys are all in.
2: Yeah, like that's thats one thing that it's like uh, students now these days, they already know how to work an iPad. It's truly amazing what yeah. we've done here.
0: Well, I know you will do amazing things this year as our SGA president. I can't thank you enough for your time. And all the best tonight with the Luau and this whole year coming up. And we'll get you on a Tiger Talk uh, to give us an update on what's going on with SGA. Right,
2: thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Before we wrap up this week's show, just a reminder that next week the entire student body will get a chance to meet the Tigers twice. On Tuesday, the 27th, Domino's Pizza welcomes the Northeast football team, cheerleaders, show band from Tigerland, and the Tiger Dancers to its store just off 2nd Street for the annual Meet the Tigers. It's at 6 o'clock, and then, of course, on Thursday, the 29th, the Tigers will be introduced at a pep rally in their honor, starting at 1210 on the quad in front of the Ramsey Student Services Building. The first home football game will serve as the college's military appreciation night. We'll talk more about that on next week's show. So all the veterans need to come out and join us for a great night of Northeast football. And by the way, Northeast alumnus Dr. William Bill Jackson is the game sponsor for that night. And with that, we put a bow on this week's show. Special thanks to Michael Miller for all that he does each week to get us on the air. So for Greg Davis and Shannon Barkley, I am Will Colmeyer saying thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week right here on Tiger Talk.